go. Okay, today, it's kind of avoiding the top mistakes people make in marketing. Um, uh, create a new plan, whatever you want to go. Uh, it's going to be kind of fun. It's a little bit different. And as always, I'll keep it very short, very fast, and, and then we'll talk about it. As always, I always start with a little bit of, you know, um, my contact info. And again, note to everybody, if you're going to do any kind of presentation and you're going to record it, put it on YouTube or Facebook, always put your contact info uh, on there because God knows when people will see it. I just had somebody buy something from me that saw you and they weren't in my lit. They're not a hypnotist, so they're not in our world. They saw it, on, somehow they saw it on YouTube and they wanted uh, uh, something. So you never know. So again, you know, I'm on all the social media. I'm trying to expand that this year, which is kind of what we'll be talking about today. And of course, drwillhorton.com and fnlp.com and the just uh, still in progress, but almost done secretmindcontrol.com. That's a, it's going to be a cool site. All right. So today, as always, I always start with, let's set our reticular activating system. What can I learn new today? All right. And if it's stuff you already know, what can you learn slightly differently? How can I apply this info personally and professionally? And what are examples from my life I can use when I'm teaching and I'm talking generalities? Is there things in your life or in your sphere of influence that you can use? And as always, since life is short, how can I enjoy this class today? Plus, all the research says when you're having fun, you learn more. Right? It's just the, the way it seems to work out. Right? All right. So the agenda today is the mistakes most make uh, in marketing media. Uh, and I'm beginning to use the term marketing and media interchangeably because now they've merged. If you're doing media, even social posts or whatever, doing the stuff that we do, it's also somewhat marketing, right? And this info is so powerful, it should not be shared, right? Talk about that later, but that, that's cool. Complex or simple ideas, right? We'll talk about that. Uh, why most people combine too, too many ideas to too many targets, right? Are you making what you do concrete? Is it real? You know, those of us in NLP would call it visual auditory kinesthetic, right? Uh, are you adding, are you credible in your, there's two ways to get credibility, your training background experience, and it, depending what you're doing, could be licenses, could be your training background experience, or you add enough social proof from other people, right? And if you're really good, you add both, right? So is what you're doing credible, right? And again, you could create markets, you know, that, that we're seeing that now with, the, with, the, with everything going on. Uh, another mistake a lot of people make is it's not emotional. They use facts, figures, statistics, which is great if you want to bore people, right? Or, you know, and we'll tie that in. And then I'll talk about what's your secret weapon besides having me, of course, you know, hey, what can we say? Besides that, what's your secret weapon? Tough crowd. I'm here till Friday. Tell your friends. All right. Uh, let me move my picture over here. Move it up. There we go. Uh, so why are we doing this? To increase your influence with whatever your targets is, are right. So what are you trying to market? Who are you trying to market it to? To increase your influence, right? 
because in this day and age, you may only have a very limited window to start the influencing process. And of course, by doing that, you'll stop wasting time, money, and effort because God knows a lot of us have burned through a lot of those resources, whether it's our time, whether it's our money, whether it's our effort. And also when you begin to look at this in different ways, it stops you from following the wrong gurus. You know. So I like this new Facebook thing. All right. Uh, so what do we know, right? Number one is we make things too complex, right? Uh, so we have to get it simple and it kind of a recap of, of what we were talking about. Um, excuse me. Okay. So what do I mean by too complex, right? You make a very a complex post or an ad and you use statistics and facts and figures. Who does that impress? Right? It might impress other people in your field. You know, you see psychologists do this all the time and people that, you know, it's like, but are they your target market? Now, if you're marketing to get them into a class, that may work. But if you're getting out there in the general public, no, right? So you make it too complex, right? Also with that, the other thing that we do, and I see it a lot in hypnosis and NLP and coaching is what is your target? Who are you targeting? You know, and we, we have a tendency, we want to do the um, laundry list. Oh, weight loss, smoking, stress management, you know, trauma recovery. Well, you've lost everyone by trying to include everyone, right? Uh, when you look at the very successful hypnotists that build very big practices, at the beginning anyway, <clears throat> they're very targeted in what they do, right? Our friend, a lot of us know, our dear friend, Scott McFall, you know, he'll say, I, you can build a six-figure business just doing weight loss anywhere in the country or Canada, right? And I've seen him do this because we used to do seminars together. Um, first thing he does is he goes, he'll see someone's website or that, and he goes, you're offering too much stuff, you know? And his basic website used to be, I don't know if it still is, <clears throat> was be like, you know, uh, Say it's Washington, D.C. hypnosis. Weight loss made simple. Results happen here. That's it. That's what people are going to see. If they're looking for weight loss, that'll get their attention. They don't care about the smokers. They don't care about the other stuff. Not that you won't get that. When I built Suncoast Hypnosis down in here in Southwest Florida, I targeted weight loss. It, I still got a lot of addictions, smokers, and all the other stuff. But, you know, it was... It was focused on weight loss, you know, Suncoast hypnosis, results happen here, yada, yada, yada. You know, I was fat, now I'm skinny, you know. Uh, Dr. Will helped me, you know, whatever it was, right? But it was very targeted. So we make it too complex, right? Right? And again, that word drop into, you got to make it simple. People want simple responses. When they're cruising the internet or Facebook or even going back to where I, I was very good Unfortunately, that media is dead, which was in print advertising. You know, if you make it very simple, you make it very simple. Keep it, keep it on task. Um, don't deviate. Don't use fancy words. People don't want to think. Right? Um, 
And we may know the word, but do the general public know the word? And again, some of the thing I read is a lot of people, if they get to a word they don't know, especially on the internet, they're just going to click off whatever they were reading. They're not, you know, and again, if you're the type that would look at the word then go look it up and Google it, figure out what it is, good for you. But most people won't do that, you know. Uh, our dear friend and uh, someone Dr. John used to work for is a master at this, and that's Tony Robbins. All his messages are very simple. They're not complex, and they're geared for the person, right? And then you have to make it real. You have to make you have to give concrete examples that people can understand. Visual, auditory, kinesthetic pictures work. You know, it's why the the testimonial ads were I was fat, now I'm skinny. They work, right? Um, because that's what people want, right? And it and that also backward back backs up into uh, excuse me, <coughs> social proof, <coughs> right? Because they, <coughs> they see, ev <coughs> excuse me. Oh my God, I got COVID through the computer. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <coughs> but <coughs> when you make it real and you give concrete examples, you know, it also adds a level of social proof. Right? So, so you need to give it, make it, make your, media, use concrete words, concrete, you know, what will I see? What will I hear? What will I feel? You know, uh, give credible examples of you, of yourself and then your clients, right? Um, you ever notice a lot of the guy, my, my current thing for 2022 is declare war on uh, a lot of people in the coaching and in the self-help field, right? They always got to show you getting out of their limousine, getting into their personal jet, right? There's a lot of them out there and it's great. And they'll show you how to, whatever it is that they're gonna show you, right? Um, they're, they're, they're targeting, and in fact, they're, uh, I'll make fun of them, but they're brilliant. They're targeting people that wanna make money, right? And they're targeting people that wanna make money easy and think they can skip over all the bullshit you gotta do to get the, the, the limousine and the private jet, right? Just take their class or do this, right? Uh, or they'll offer a class. Uh, I see it in the hypnosis world. Like, take this and your first client will pay you $5,000. Well, my first response in my head is, oh, that's interesting. If it was that easy, why don't you just get five new clients <laughs> instead of you know working your ass off to get people into this seminar, right? Yeah, and then, but they're giving, but it seems credible, right? But the next level of credibility, if the first level's done well enough, getting on the private jet, you know, showing the limo, you know, doing this, they don't have to give the social proof. Well, here are 10 people that have done what I will show them how to do, and this is the money they make, right? Uh, now, there's a few people doing that, right? And again, our dear friend Anthony Robbins would do that with some of the people he would coach up, right? Uh, but that's a different level, right? They're using more of a, of a personal example rather than social proof. But you need to make it credible, real, concrete, and use social proof. And you have to make your media and or your marketing emotional. I don't care what emotion you're going to use. Fear works, right? Fear works. God knows we've just seen that for uh, 21 months now, 22, however 
however it's been going, right? Fear will get people to take action. That's a strong motivator, right? It gets some people to take action. It gets other people, uh, they get the atypical response to it, you know? Uh, but again, it's emotional, right? So what is the emotional aspect of what you're trying to get your, your people to do, right? I had a, uh, in fact, I stole it from somebody. I don't remember well who, and I, I tweaked it. But it was, it was an ad I ran in a newspaper. Uh, and I didn't like doing smokers, but I, I had the space and I'm like, okay, I'll run this ad. Um, the proudest moment of my life is when my, when my daughter looked at me and said, mommy, I'm glad you now, I'm glad now you won't die. The day after I stopped smoking and then I had a picture and, you know, and, and it was, uh, it was very, it was an emotional ad, you know, I cried when my, and I actually had a client say that. So it's like, you know. I coached them up on what to say, but they said that, right? But it was, you know, and they, and they sent me a lot of clients, uh, but it was emotional, you know? Um, uh, grandma dumps 45 painful pounds and now can, uh, uh, what was it in the ad work? Grandma dumps 45 painful pounds. Basically it was something like, and now I can like clean my house. Right, like kneel down, and she goes. Before I, I couldn't. I would lose. You know, I'd start cleaning, and ten minutes in, I wouldn't do this, this, or this. You know, and I'm like, and she actually wrote that up, and I'm like, I don't know if it'll work, but I put it into an ad. It worked fabulously, right? You know, and then added like grandma. Another one was uh, grandma dumps. Great grandma dumps forty pounds. Can now play with her great grandkids. Showed a picture of her playing with her great grandkids. That one, especially down here in Florida, that one, when when print media worked, that was like printing money, ladies and gentlemen. That one was like printing money. You know, people call me up, you know, you, you know, it was easy and, you know, it was easy. It was effortless. You know, it's like I would go in and have fun for an hour and suddenly I found myself eating different, things like that, right? So it was emotional and, and um, um, so yeah, can you do that? And what's your, and, and you have a secret weapon. You know, those of us on this call, and it's based in science, which is how your brain actually works, right? And quit thinking with your, with your head so much and start thinking with your heart, right? And again, when you're, one of the things we run into, the biggest issue is, the biggest mistake is, and you hear me talk about it all the time, the paradox of knowledge or the curse of knowing. Once you know something, you can't unknow it. That's great, now, especially if you really learn it, you know it, right? The curse or the paradox is you start assuming everyone else knows this stuff, right? Have you ever been at a seminar, like at a conference and it's on some subject you're not familiar with and the trainer, God love them, uh, is speaking at the uh, postdoctorate level and you don't even have a you don't even have an inkling of what they're talking about, right? And they assume everybody knows this, you know. Um, so that once you know something, you can't unknow it. And so then you start trying to write like people know that they know what you know, and they don't, right? And and we see it when we see people 
uh, pitch ideas that they're trying to impress others in their field. The only time you want to impress others in their field is when you're going to sell them a class. If you're at a conference and you're trying to sell them a pre or a post class or something like that, that's that's slightly different, right? But generally, if you're writing a using your media for the general public or, excuse me, you know, uh, coaching clients, things like that, you don't need the jargon. You don't need the stuff that we, that we, that we know, you know, you need to back up and go back into the simple, concrete, emotional messages, right? So the trick is to think like a client, to empty your mind and go back to the beginning, right? Have someone that's not in the field, look at your ad and ask if it makes sense, right? And again, it's the little things that begin to slip through. I'm guilty of it. I will admit that. I will admit that, right? By the way, that's a very marketing thing to tell people is admit a flaw, right? Uh, but it's true. I, I can do that. Assume everybody knows this, right? And they just want whatever your clients are, stop smoking, lose weight, coach them up in you know, business or, or marketing or whatever it is, right? So if you could back up and think like a client, right? And again, remember to use our basic skill set. Yeah, you know, the thing I got from the martial arts that I'm beginning to beat myself in again into my own head is when you go to a martial arts seminar and everyone in the room, maybe a black belt, a lot of dojo owners, I used to go to that thing it was weekend camps and most of the people in the seminar own karate studios or schools and that so they're they're very into it right and or we're black belts we got a lot of professional fighters mma guys when i was doing it mma was just really starting to explode uh and so these are very knowledgeable people great right but we started on friday night they'd spend an hour Friday night, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, going over a very basic technique. You know, whether it was a front kick or a reverse punch or a, a, a you know, hand lock, whatever, whatever the teacher wanted to teach. And he, he brought people up to teach, but he would, uh, he just tell them to teach something and you had an hour and so you have people practicing, practicing, right? And what it is, we forget the basics. You start wanting to do the very advanced stuff. Right. And we forget that when you're first learning it, it's the basics, you know, as and I stole it from um, one of Dillman's trainers when he said, um, you know, I can't excuse me, I can't teach you a spinning back kick until you know a front kick, a side kick and a back kick. Right. Once you know those three things, we can put them together to do a spinning back kick. If not, I can show you how to do a spinning back kick. You might be able to do it. You'll have no idea how it worked, why it worked, or if there's if it breaks down while you're doing it, you won't know why. Right? And and you know when you look at elite level sports, whether it's the um, like in tennis, uh, the Williams sisters, or in the football. Um, you know, I do know MMA guys because I, when I was up in Indiana a couple months ago and I went to Jeff Neal's gym, which is a professional MMA gym and got to do some class. It was, they spend a good part of the class just with a basic thing, you know, a combination, you know, left, right, left, uppercut, hook, whatever they were doing to you, 
to jump ahead and like, I can't unknow what I know, but it was to back up and do all the things right. You know, and Jeff would point out like the way your hips are moving, the way your shoulders moving, what angle are you doing it? Because in the middle of it, you're not thinking about it, right? So again, those of us with a knowledge base, you can't unknow what you know. And sometimes you have to force yourself to back up and go through the basics, you know? Um, again, when you look at like Tom Brady, when Peyton Manning was playing or Drew Brees, uh, they would always start the year after the season was over and they, they did their recoup time. They would start the year by going to a camp to learn how to throw, you know? If you're into that sport, what do you mean to learn how to throw? These guys like are the best to ever play the game at what they're doing, right? Well, it was the little things that, that, that we need to recoup. So can you back up and think like a client, empty your mind, right? Quit trying to impress other people in your field unless you're selling to them, right? But even then, if you do the steps right, it'll, it'll work like magic, right? And have some fun with it. And one of my favorite quotes, and why do you want to do this? One of my favorite quote, quotes by uh, Walt Disney is he said, we don't make movies to make money. We make money to make more movies, right? So what do you do, right? And if you're making money doing it, you can do more of it. You know, if you're helping people over, over my, my last big specialty, right? You have people overcome an addiction. If I could get people in the addiction program, I could make money. I could, I could offer more of it, right? So whatever, whatever it is that you're doing, right? It removes that guilt about it. So you're not doing it to make the money. You're doing it so you can do more of it. You know, you can't offer a scholarship if you're not getting the people in to pay your bills. So you do what you do, you do it, you make money, and then you repeat it. You do what you do, you make some money, and you repeat. You do it, and 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 on each level, you get better and better and better. Right. So, summary is about commitment. Right. I think next week on on um, my NLP today, I'm going to talk about. So you want to be a badass. How do you be a badass? Right, that's what we're going to talk about next week. Right, uh, but anyway, you got to commit to it, right? And you got to remember to keep some of these secrets to yourself when you're first learning it. Don't overshare it, right? Especially in the worlds that we run in, you know. Um, there's a reason why General Motors doesn't share their marketing strategy with Ford or Chrysler or Toyota right? Unfortunately, in our field, we have a tendency to want to help everybody, right? And which is good at, in theory, bad in practice, right? Um, because it's just the way that it is. So kind of keep these secrets when you learn something and you're tweaking it to work. First of all, make it work for you, right? And then just keep doing that, right? I always suggest get a, men, uh, a mentor or a support group or both, a mentor that has a support group or a group. It's what I'm trying to do with some of the stuff we've done at NFNLP, you know, um, and start using this stuff as soon as you can with your posts, with your, uh, with whether you want to call it advertising or media, start doing it right away, right? And of course, 
sign up for the upcoming influence and persuasion course while there's still space, okay? So anyway, so that's some of the top mistakes made in marketing. And again, I'm Dr. Will Horton. If you have any questions, reach out. It's, it's easy to get in touch with me. Uh, direct message me, shoot me an email. Uh, wherever you see this, just leave a message and I will uh, get back to you. And, and I hope to see you as we explore the road to happy destiny.